Happy hour, and then I'm maybe going to run a show later on. Because I haven't listed and everything, so we'll see how things go. I need to hit the gym. I got a lot of like anger in me. Speaking of anger, welcome back to the Comic-Con Podcast bonus content here for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, James Gunn's final part in his trilogy, um, somewhere in the Phase 5. of Final Marvel movie? Probably oh, also final right? trilogy. His his final movie in the trilogy. Yeah, but I'm wondering, is it also final Marvel movie? Now that he's him? the DC guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So you were scaring me that like I, I did something wrong, and then we have to re-record what I just. Oh said. no no no! I'm also saying yeah. Not only is it a final Guardians movie, but I mean mm. you know there's always a chance he could come back for a Marvel movie if DC allowed it, but it's probably his last Marvel movie as well. So yeah. And there's a lot of people that have been in these movies that are asking and want to go over to DC. Have you heard this? No, oh, like who? Uh, I know Drax wanted to, right? Or well, like Drax wanted uh, to. Obviously, uh, Karen, who plays uh, Karen Gillian, who plays uh, Nebula. Nebula, she wanted to play Poison. She wants to be Poison yes, Ivy. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of people that. that are, you know. I get like, it. I mean, they that? have good relationships with him, and he's now the the you know the lord of dc universe so like why not right our lord said he wanted to be booster gold <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be a joke like, it's like the same character I, much, yeah, so. I guess but that's that's what it is he is yeah he is a joke but yeah anyway all right so let's kind of get into this review if you are listening to this of course we appreciate the bonus content we appreciate you here of course every week uh spoilers completely so if you have not watched the movie please stop listening to this and check this whenever you get a chance once you've seen guardians of the galaxy volume three so let's kind of get right into it um overall you know we always talk about the characters we always talk about the good the bads the post-credit scenes i'm going to tell you something i'm going to have to i don't know i i, I said this to zach i guess i'm mm. going to have to come come clean with this before i oh, start this so yeah. the movie was thursday that. night typically i go see it like three four maybe even five o'clock the latest i saw it at six o'clock my time and knowing that I was doing a whatnot sale at nine, I did not know that I was this movie was going to be two and a half hours long, plus the credits, the end credits, plus the trailer. So I actually left with five minutes left in this movie. So I didn't get to see the end credit scenes wow. or like the last couple of minutes of this movie. So I had to read about it. I had to Google and eBay, uh, eBay, YouTube, the uh, post credit scenes. So just to let everybody know. Mm, yeah but, you're but just I, not then, a real you know, fan dude you're just yeah i'm not a real fan because i'd rather make money on whatnot you know i'd rather <laughs> you know promote and sell our variant like that's true i plan especially from may the 4th i'm sorry james gunn had to come out with it on may the 4th like, really well it was a space movie so it was it is it maybe in a galaxy far far away anyway yeah let's get into it um over let's start with overall i guess first opinion of it Wait, before overall on the opinion, let's rank it out of the trilogy. Okay. So without like a judgment on the movie, if you had to mm -hmm. rank one, two, and three, where's this rank for you? Uh, that's a good question. That is a really good. I, I think it's probably the second. For I think so too. It's hard I, to beat number one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's one, three, and two without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's tough. Cause I mean, I think, I think you and I are probably going to agree on this. Like, genuinely i i like this movie quite a bit did you yeah of course yeah uh -huh. i mean it, it felt true to the guardians it felt honestly it was probably the best movie since marvel phase four right since like before endgame or since mm -hmm. after endgame this might be the best marvel movie i've seen like yeah um, yeah because it's concise right there's no 
Right. It doesn't really veer off. I like I obviously like uh, they talk about the snap. They talk about Thanos. Obviously, we, we've been years past that, but there's never really anything to go back. Right. There's. Yeah. It's, it's very kind of standalone ish. Yes, exactly. Way. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's hard to really kind of this movie was just I mean, it's typical Guardians. Right. So like you go in. Of course, we do have a you do have this is thing that's kind of funny about Guardians. We have a larger Guardians cast, but genuinely there's really just the main characters right like i mean Mm -hmm. you have your original five and then of course we supplemented that with mantis and nebula kind of joining the team more officially right and then that's your core team right there Mm -hmm. the seven of them um is it seven yeah drax gamora yeah seven so and then i mean they're just your main characters and i loved i love the way the story told how like with as you're going on you got rocket's backstory right like origin mm-hmm. i mean to be honest like you really you're kind of almost like halfway through the movie i was like man this movie doesn't really have much rocket but then i'm thinking that's not true i'm actually getting an old rocket like or young rocket you're just not getting much current rocket but he still is very much in the forefront of the movie i mean he's the main focus of the movie mm-hmm. so um they did it well about, yeah they yeah, did it well where that. he's not he doesn't have like, yeah, like you said, like you could look at it like, oh, well, Rocket doesn't have a lot of parts in this movie. He's kind of left out of this movie, but he's not yeah. really left out because, yes, they pick and yeah. choose when they want to put him in there. Mm-hmm. And I Instead loved I putting mean, it all in the beginning. Like, here's your entire origin. And then you start the movie. Right, right. Exactly. Like, And his origin is heartbreaking. Um, I mean, it's just it's just horrible. And it's very interesting. And I loved I loved how it turns out that like he is this kind of he's not just smart he's there's something special about him it's not just that he was created by the high evolutionary because there was a ton of creatures and creations of the high evolutionary but rocket's special mm-hmm. he is special so um i really loved that that he stands alone in a way of himself and um yeah dude i i don't know it's it, i don't even really know where to begin on this movie because there's so many aspects i guess let's bring it down by the character so we just kind of talked about rocket like star lord's arc what was your what was your thoughts on his arc during this movie i mean there's not too much to really talk about these characters realistically you know they i definitely think nebula has a lot more screen time oh for sure i think this is probably the one thing i think this is my favorite version to be honest of gamora like okay i feel like this is like the gamora of uh, the comics true way right. before you know like she was very violent right the deadliest woman in the galaxy exactly yeah yeah, and I was really happy they didn't go the route of like putting her and Star Lord back together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I, I like the fact that like, hey, look, this isn't the same person. They're not going to fall in love. Does she? Is she fond of him as the movie grows on? Yes. And at the end, does she maybe still have some feelings for him, or could potentially down the line have some feelings for him? Yeah. But I'm glad that it didn't go back to status quo because that takes away from the death of the original, as you say, original Gamora. Right? Like, yeah. It almost is like it never happened. It was like a throwaway death. Um, so I feel like James Gunn did a really good job here of making that her death in Infinity War like really mean something. It wasn't just a death that was, like I said, like thrown away. We went back in time. We took it away. And now there's a new one, blah, blah, blah. It's mm. two different characters and it mattered. So I, I like and you that. still have. Uh, I, I like the introduction of Cosmos again because we briefly saw Cosmos in the holiday special. If you watch yeah, the holiday yeah, special, so um, definitely really good. I, I think um, character-wise, next, I, I mean, I'm sure everybody's like this, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me. Warlock was absolutely terrible. 
Yeah, he just it's such a throwaway character at this point. Um like he's such an amazing character in that universe in the Marvel comics. And you know, from the trailers that we got from just you know, pre you know, behind the scenes, like I really thought that he was gonna almost be, you know, kind of not like like a lieutenant, but like second in command with high evolutionary. Like I really didn't think they were gonna go that route with the whole creating uh the sovereign, but oh my god, like he was useless and and will poulter did a great job for what yeah. he had written for him to mm-hmm. be honest it wasn't like the actor did a bad job visually he was great um his powers were really cool but i mean let's be honest like if, if you're familiar with warlock and you're familiar with the comics knowing warlock showing up post thanos never made any sense warlock is so in like tied in with thanos and the soul stone that it honestly if you didn't include him in the infinity war you probably shouldn't have included him period really so you know and we'll talk about it with the end credit scene and whatnot like maybe we'll get some more from warlock in the future maybe there's some redemption for his character um <laughs> he's I think like a of, child because she yeah the uh, the the woman who's from the second movie even says that to, mm-hmm. to high evolution he's like oh you left them out you left them out of the batch too early right like he was taken out too early but so he's a child he's got that mentality it's everything is new but like which to be honest is kind of a theme with guardians, which I find a little obnoxious as well. Now thinking about it is like you have these non fully formed characters in a way like, okay, Groot at times was a child. We had baby Groot. We had teenage Groot, right? So not mm-hmm. fully formed, same thing. Drax and that we, they kind of talked about in this movie is a simpleton. I mean, let's be honest. He's a simpleton. <laughs> and then you have warlock who also is kind of a simpleton like warlock. Really? Honestly, if you move forward, if you did guardians Four, right with what we're going to talk about at the end and the, in the leftover guardians he is the replacement for drax he's the powerhouse who's a simpleton that's -hmm. how they build his character right and it seems kind of like lazy writing in general for a character as powerful and as important as warlock in the cosmic marvel universe so i'm with you on that man um yeah that kind of sucked i wanted more from that from warlock um high evolutionary you know people were talking that he was he's the best villain out there um i don't hmm. know best villain i definitely think he's got great lines that count you know that that do counter that argument well i would say you know contradict that argument you know like towards the end where the one girl that like right before they kind of do like a mutiny yeah she she says something along the lines of like well there is no god and she goes and he says something like well, oh no no something about god and he, he goes god, yeah there is no God. That's why I'm here. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, see, like, that's cool. Like that that's makes why I had to step in or something. Yeah. Like, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, so playing the Marvel route that we usually do, the Marvel mm-hmm. villains typically become good guys at the end in a way and stay true to form. Yeah. Until the very end. Huh. But he was, he, he was definitely badass. I, I think he was, he did a great job. I don't know too much about high evolutionary. I've seen him in the comics. Obviously yeah. he somewhat looks like the high evolutionary version, but I'm I'm cool with it. I thought he did a great job. Um, I'm thinking about it in my head as like as you said that is the best villain in the MCU. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't want to say no. I definitely think he was amazing. I think he was a top tier villain that we've seen in the MCU. Where like you said, he stayed true to form. There was no redemption for this guy. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's yeah, just that's not a good villain. Dude. That's what yeah. a villain is. Like. He was great. Um, and I thought the actor did well. I thought he was portrayed with like gravitas, and he was for for like foreboding, like very ominous type character. 
Um, Everyone's scared look, dude, of him. Like fingers, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. He's not dead, dude. You don't see this person die on screen. They're not dead, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So as powerful as he is, too, left alive right there, and they just left him alive laying on the ground, and they walked away. He ain't dead, dude. I mean, he could probably survive that escape or get off that ship blowing up or whatever. But um, you're right. In the comics, he's a big character. I mean, he's he's oftentimes tied with the X-Men very much. Um, he has big ties with Scarlet Witch and uh, even the Avengers and Thor. Um, the High Evolutionary can be a villain who sticks around, and I would, I'd hope they do so. And to be honest, out of Kang and the High Evolutionary right now, I like the high evolutionary way better than Kang from like depictions <laughs> yeah. that I've seen as of now. Right. And so, it's, and it's a little annoying though, like that they both kind of had the same powers, right? Yeah. Like shooting, like, like force, <laughs> force like, beams. Uh, yeah. They yeah. never explain like their it, suits. Like, yeah. It's like, they're basically their suits have this power to like force push people around and throw people, around, which I feel like yeah. was done way better that in this movie than it was in uh, Ant-Man. Yeah, you know, and like I get it too. You don't want to get bogged down with like explaining everyone's power set and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like in a way, we never understood. Like, okay, we didn't get an origin. And I'm once again, I'm not saying we needed an origin, but why was the high evolutionary so powerful? Like, okay, I get the idea that maybe he's this mad scientist, okay, and like so he's really intelligent and he messes with genetics and blah blah blah. But where did the powers come from? <laughs> like, what was that about? Like, just out of nowhere, you know? And of course, he has it in the comics. I'm not disputing that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying yo like a little bit like explain maybe why he's so powerful um but in general i loved him thought it was great i thought the whole face thing was creepy oh yeah um and i loved i loved the star lord line called him <laughs> robocop like that was great dude star lord had amazing lines throughout this movie again um yeah he has the one line too when they go to the they go to his spaceship him and Groot and he's like you know i don't need to listen to another megalomaniac who doesn't who had daddy issues or mommy yeah. issues and needs to prove himself to the world and like he and he says his line is like oh i don't um again i've, I've yeah, only seen it once but he says something in the world like, did you the, think i care what you have to say something like that he's like i don't care what you're saying Where's yeah, my friend? it's yeah. not about it's not about that it's about yeah. like you know his whole perfection thing yeah which again this is why he really if i'm sure once you see it again you'll think more and you'll be like really yeah he was he was a really good villain. Really good like, villain. You know, to, compared to everybody else. Like you don't have to marinate of, for best yes, villain for me. Exactly. Yeah. Like I want to I believe me again. I didn't see it all the way through, but I, I saw it m- more enough. But you know, if you see it again in theaters, you're like, okay, now you can just like relax and watch it. And thoughts. thoughts oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. And I just think that's that's what it is. Like once you you see it, because everything you're you're trying to take everything in, right? You're trying to take mm-hmm. everything in the first time around. Second time around, you're like, all right, I kind of know what's coming. I can kind of relax and just really watch more of their motives and you know cinematography yeah. on it. I liked um, and we, I know we kind of jumped to the villain, but to kind of go back to the Guardians, like um, mm-hmm. I also like the storylines of Mantis and Drax, and they're kind of tied together, right? So like um. You know, obviously we got more of Mantis in the holiday special. Find out she's like a half sister to Quill. Um, but I really love the way with Drax. I mean, Drax is like I said, he's always been kind of the simpleton, the comic relief. And I like how they kind of flipped that at the end. Obviously, Nebula has that little temper tantrum and and like talks trash on him a little bit, and Mantis sticks up for him, says he's the heart. But like the really thing that the thing about Drax, who has never, it's never really been put out there in the mcu which is so big in the comics is the fact that he was a father that lost his daughter right like you hear about it in the guardians in the first one 
-hmm. and that's why he's after Ronan. Um, but like, I liked how they touched back on that. I think it was a good send off for Batista, who's said he doesn't want to play Drax anymore. Um, I genuinely thought he was going to die, but I'm yeah. so happy they didn't kill anyone. Like, I liked the fact that it was kind of a swan song, right? Like, everyone survived out of the heroes, and they kind of, the ones who are leaving and going their separate ways, like, they're doing their own thing. Like, I like that. Someone doesn't have to die for it to lend in, like, importance and credibility. Um, there can yeah. be a happy ending for them, in a way. So Yeah, I just, I'll briefly just touch on that, too. Yeah. I, and obviously, I thought, and that's the kind of the problems with the trailers, is they show too much. Because... Right. Like obviously, and there's the one trailer where uh, Nebula is carrying Quill, yeah, and that's literally the beginning scene, of the movie. Right? So yeah. He's that's drunk. Kind of throwaway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of a throwaway. But then, you know, obviously in the trailers, you you get the feeling that Rocket's gonna die. Mm -hmm. But if you watch the trailer, there's a lot of scenes where he's got a lot of action, and you're like, well, he can't die because there's all these action scenes I've seen yeah. with with Rocket. So right. Kind of like, okay, whatever. Uh, but real quick on the characters, did you notice that uh, James Gunn put in the girl from Suicide Squad and Peacemaker yeah. in there? That's his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there had been rumors about who her character was going to be for a really long time. And uh, they, um, like, uh, thinking, like, oh, she's going to be some big character or whatever. And she was kind of just like a, I don't want to say throwaway because who knows, maybe she'll show up again. But um, maybe she will, maybe she won't. You know, who knows? But they did have... I also liked in this movie in terms of like characters like that, kind of like quote unquote throwaway characters, even the dude who from the very first Guardians of the Galaxy, who they who he tried to sell the uh, Power Stone to Quill did. That guy was playing cards with Cosmo and Kraglin. He was there mm -hmm. as well, like the little cult, like the guy he tried to pawn the, the thing off to the Power Stone. Um, yeah. I liked how they kind of brought all these people back. It, it very much felt like this is the end, right? Yeah. And then they still throw in the Guardians, the original, yeah. quote unquote, original yeah. Guardians with like Sylvester Stallone and uh, those other yeah. characters. Matthew Rosenbaum was back. Um, mm. Mainframe was there. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of was, other ones. Yeah. The only thing, the only problem that I have is they they never brought back the Collector, right? Like, yeah, the Collector is a big part of also that whole cosmic universe. Right. What's the last we saw? I mean, the last you saw him was Infinity and it was Thanos. He wasn't real. Yeah. So, like, I think the last we saw him was Guardians, like the real version of him, I think. Mm -hmm. And then he was in the uh, what if. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably still out there. Could be. I would hope so. You know, again, the cosmic universe is we've only touched like a small portion of this cosmic <laughs> right. universe in the MCU. And they just they kind of want to continue with like street level stuff, which. Yeah. Nathan Fillion's character was a throwaway. <laughs> yeah, but he's right. so great. Like, yeah, he is great. He's I, I love so him in movies. Um, I think the characters, like, characters the, yeah. the walrus, the uh, like floor and like teeths and all that. I mean, that was like heartbreaking, yeah. man. Um, yeah, I guess we could kind of talk about that. I, you know, without a doubt, it was definitely for me being a huge and and you know you too you you know you have an animal, I have animals. It, it's definitely heartbreaking. Like I definitely can't say that i didn't get choked up when rocket goes to the cage and it's all the raccoons yeah oh, for and sure. like he's like trying to grab them all like i felt more like i got more emotional there than i did with him like quote unquote dying or even like those characters like teeth and hmm. floor and lilith like dying it was a combo for me i think both i mean i, I was getting the feels on on both of them i mean the line when he's in like the you know 
the limbo area and he says, can I come with you? I mean, mm. that was like, heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, it was all just, it was well done. It was really well done. Um, I don't know, man. I really don't have anything bad to say about this. The only, I guess the only, if I'm, if I'm being fair, right. And I'm trying to like find an issue with the movie was somewhat the throwaway characters and like, but it didn't, they didn't, they didn't bog anything down. So I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Like, the original guardians that's kind of cool but like i didn't need them um i would have liked maybe something a little bit more meaningful from them i think adam warlock is probably the worst part about the movie and it's not it's just how he was written yeah. you know for role. me yeah i think it's i think it's that and or you can also play you got to play devil's advocate like okay. it's another marvel movie that doesn't push the phases forward this phase at all okay. so you have to look at it two ways you either have to look at it as you knew that James Gunn was keeping his trilogy together. Yeah. Or you look at it as what did this movie do for this phase? Right. Hmm. And I'm sure it's not yeah. like he made this movie. Obviously he didn't know at the point that he was going to DC. Like he had no idea. Like he's, he wanted to make this movie. He wanted to keep it Marvel. I'm sure everything Kevin Feige talking, that's what it is, but it's like, doesn't do anything for what's happening with Kang or anybody. Again, we don't know when we get to the end credits, but uh, mid and post credit scenes, like I, I, that's the only, that's only my complaints is where yeah. you know where does this sit on that? And again, yeah. the Adam Warlock thing is definitely a huge a huge issue because of the character that we expected, or at least we thought we were going to get. I'm with you on on what you're talking about in terms of like role MCU, um, and I think I'm gonna, another thing I'll, I'll have to let that marinate a little bit more because. I know I say a lot of times here, not every movie has to be strongly connected to this overarching theme mm -hmm. in the MCU. And so I'm kind of okay with it. And yeah, it doesn't push the story going towards like Secret Wars or whatever, the Kang dynasty mm -hmm. or whatever yeah. we're going. It doesn't really push that at all. But it does push our characters. Um, we are seeing leftovers and things that did happen and, and how, they, how they're playing out. So... I'm just you saying, know, like some people right. that saw it, you know, like obviously everybody, you know, every Star Wars fan has something to bitch about. Every Marvel fan, right. every DC fan has something to bitch about. So you know that some people out there are, pro are seeing this and even maybe listening, and they they took that side, like, oh, yeah. it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't change anything for the phases. But like, I guess overall, mm -hmm. for you know, so we can kind of move this forward. Overall, you know, who is your favorite character? We'll kind of end the character <sighs> rant. It's tough, man. Um, I mean, Rocket's great. I think it's still Star Lord, man. I think it's yeah. Star Lord. Even, even with the decree, like I loved his personality in this one. Like, of course, I I didn't want to see him battling the depression. That was bullshit. Like, to be honest, like the whole like I'm drinking because I'm so sad about Gamora. Yeah. And it was so short that honestly, I could have done without it. Um, mm -hmm. but I loved his like loyalty to Rocket and like that's my best friend. And like he was hard, dude. Like, I mean, he's like, let's not kill anyone. And then it was like, yo screw it let's ice yeah, everyone yeah. right and so <laughs> uh i loved how hard star lord was in this um i liked how his arc went and how he came back and he accepted the gamora situation and he realized it was his time to kind of move on and figure some things out so i think i'm walking away with with star lord and then rocket with a close second okay i i think to, yeah. for me like nebula she's really grown as a character you know i That's didn't really true. like her too much in uh whatever guardians one was her first or yeah guardians, yeah guardians one. one wasn't really a fan of her too much in like the first and second movie but then like once you really get into like infinity war and an and, and end game mm -hmm. and then this like 
she's yeah. definitely a, she's definitely probably the, the most, most progression right yeah of like the characters like mantis is just kind of in the background like drax is the same thing like they have their little thing going on for most of the you know they really got their main points in the holiday special yeah like, that's where they like shined mm-hmm I feel like Nebula's always been there and she's kind of just, she's been the most pro- progression and been like, especially in this movie, like with, with Quill. So um, yeah, it seems like she finally character. is like, ha- like complete with herself. And I was a little afraid. I'm glad they didn't push it like a, a love triangle, you know, <laughs> with like Nebula and, and Gamora and him. I'm glad they didn't really push that. It seemed like maybe it was going to go that route for a little while, but yeah, no, I think you're right. Nebula for sure. There were, mm-hmm. I mean, most growth probably of any of the guardians yeah. we didn't talk about Groot at all but i mean Groot was pretty yeah. badass for what Groot is yeah, right? Groot's Groot. yeah right Groot's Groot. yeah um i mean other than that you know uh let's get into the kind of the, the post credit yeah. scenes and end credit scenes obviously the ending everyone leaves uh everyone kind of has their you know star lord decides to go back to earth gamora is gone um and everybody kind of just you know leaves like drax is you know, yeah, Jones is going to stay on nowhere yeah. with Nebula, take care of things. Mantis but, uh, is kind of the one we don't know about, yeah. honestly. The most, like, we don't know where she's going. Um, yeah, so you got the mid credit scene, so why don't you kind of, you know, since you got yeah, to see it. So, like, it. <laughs> yeah, since you walked out. Um, so, yeah, Star-Lord kind of relinquishes his role as Captain of the Guardians, and uh, like we said, Nebula, Drax, stay on nowhere. Mantis goes off to do her own thing. Gamora's with uh, the Ravagers. So it kind of just leads from the original team. You got Groot and Rocket, and they get beefed up with Kraglin and Cosmo, kind of obviously stick around and stay. And then we see the new recruits of Adam Warlock. And of course, when, honestly, I can't wait to talk about this. Is Everyone's making such a big deal about Philavel showing up. Like this little girl, one of the girls they rescue from the High Evolutionary, and they call her Phyla, of course. So, you know, hinting and saying, not hinting, saying it's Philavel. Right, which is a prominent Guardians character, but I don't know, just just <laughs> everyone making such a big deal out of that. Oh man, Philavel, oh god, she's here. Okay, well you, you need to know Guardians is coming back, bro. FYI, it's like <laughs> we have no idea what's happening with this character. Um, this could be as about as important as uh, what's his name in Dark Knight Rises becoming Robin, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the end of the movie, we got a Robin. Okay, sweet dude. Um, but no, it was cool. It was cool to see the new team. And there are iterations in the comics where Rocket has actually led the team, where Star-Lord has not been there. So that's actually, that's something that is true to the comics. Um, and it's cool. I mean, you could easily see it going. You could see a new movie. Um, the, uh, the Guardians showing up with all those characters as well. And uh, yeah, it was cool, dude. Um, it was fun. It was a fun send-off. Like I said, it's very much yeah. full circle, happy ending. Awesome. So. And then the end credit scene. Yeah, so then the end credits scene, you see Star-Lord actually before that had gone back and met up with his grandfather and uh, <laughs> said hi to him, which was weirdly enough, Grandpa recognized him like right out the gate. Yeah. Which, you know, okay, sure. Um, but it was touching, and then he's sitting there eating cereal and his grandpa's reading a, uh, a newspaper. And in the newspaper, the headline's also like talking about how Kevin Bacon was abducted by aliens as well, like, you know, referencing the holiday special. And then Star-Lord is star lord and he's talking trash on like some young kid who's asking him to mow the lawn for his elderly mom or next door and is just he's just bonding with his grandpa and then the movie ends and it says the legendary star lord will return so yeah that's what i, I wanted to make sure that you got in there as yeah. well and if people saw that so it's like 
now these kind of characters are almost it's not even like a guarantee that they need another uh, guardians they can just show up really in other cosmic type movies I, right. you know and we know that knows? he has said i think his contract has one more movie um mm-hmm. his current contract probably secret wars <laughs> so yeah so he'll he will show up somewhere i'm sure i mean he's a great character you know i'd i'd love to see him stick around obviously chris pratt's mm-hmm. amazing um it's it's just wild because you and i you know we we've seen chris pratt on parks and rec for years Dude, I, told, all of a I told you became, about the OC. Oh yeah, and then you and the season OC. Season four of the OC, dude. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, but then him to go from like that, like yeah, you know, out of shape guy, like funny, quirky, mm-hmm. to being quirky, but then like jacked and it, just like a completely different character when he was first yeah. introduced in Guardians One. And I, and that's probably what I'm going to do this weekend is, you know, probably I'm probably going to start over and watch Guardians One and Two because I haven't seen Guardians One in like so long, mm-hmm. and. uh Second one, see the second one I could probably do without, but again, like still the characters they they right. evolve. There's still some great parts in it. So, you know, like we said earlier, definitely is not the best one. It's not the worst one of the trilogy. Um, you know, overall, I, I would probably give it like probably give it like a nine. Yeah, without a doubt, like it definitely it definitely has a lot of flaws, but the the positives way, you know, completely outweigh the flaws. Just. The problem, you know, with character development of Adam Warlock was a huge one for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Actually, I mean, and I was thinking about this when you're talking about doing like a rewatch. You know, what's interesting about the Guardians is you're saying, oh, I'll watch one and two. It's great to me also how integral the the Guardian stories. Like, you, if you were to watch every Guardians centric story, you have to watch Infinity War and Endgame. You absolutely have to. Like, they are crucial in those two movies as well. So, um, it's just really, really. It's awesome how it was such a throwaway title at the beginning, right? It was such a throwaway movie. No one was like, what the hell? Guardians. And it just hit, dude. And it just gone killed it with that. Um, Should I also watch Thor Love and Thunder? Because yeah, we're the first, it. you can watch like the first 10, 15 minutes at least, you know? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, dude, I'm with you. I'm with you around a nine or so, nine ish. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Even like, like we said multiple times, the Adam Warlock stuff was definitely the biggest drawback because high hopes for the character. But at the same time, it wasn't so bad that it ruined the movie for me. It just is the low point on a movie that probably would have had no low points if his character. And that's the thing too, real quick, not to like go on about it, but like, think about this for a second. You could have got rid of his character in this movie. And there was no role besides the fact that he injured rocket right out the gate, which they never mentioned ever again. Right? Like they never (laughs) held a grudge against that. Anything could have injured Rocket and you could have had him not in it and it wouldn't have made a difference in the storyline. It could have been yeah. any like thug. One could of have the been those two, like that yeah. pig and yeah. bird yeah, exactly. looking thing that they were at the end. Like just have them come and beat the crap exactly. out of people. And Oh, sorry. One last thing, totally off topic <laughs> that I loved about this movie too, was like also that the cosmic lore, we got to see the recorders. So like the, the henchmen for the high evolutionary, like the race of the recorders I mean, they're pretty prominent in the cosmic universe of the Mar- of Marvel. And so mm-hmm. I really, they're not similar necessarily to what we saw or what we see in the comics, but for a reader in the comics, it's fun to see, oh shit, the, those are the recorders, you know, like that mm-hmm. race. So I thought that was really cool too. That's cool. Yeah. Everyone kind of played their part. I, I thought it was a great movie. So um, 
thanks everybody for checking us out here on the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three movie review. Uh, you know, we'll be once we drop this and throw it into the Instagram. You know, let us know what you think. You know, send yeah. us either an email to the Comic Con Podcast at gmail Send us a DM or just throw it in the you know throw it in the comments once we post this up on uh, Instagram. Let us know what you think and uh, we'll go forward from that. So um, thanks everybody. Make sure you're checking out the latest episodes. Uh, our most recent episode was with the team from Bird City Comics, Laura and yes. Ant. Check um, it out. What anything else before we get out of here on our midweek? No, just um, everyone have a good week. Summer's getting ready to start, and uh, yeah, cool. Later, everybody. Later.